Deep down in your gut, you know there's more to life than waking up for school or work, going through the motions just to get by, and living for the weekend. But you're still scared and uncertain about what your true purpose in life is. Welcome to the Free Time Podcast, your very own community and virtual support group created to help you leverage your free time as a valuable asset so you can start to improve your mindset, learn self-empowerment skills, and ultimately find true fulfillment to move you towards the incredible life that was specifically created for you to live. This is more than a podcast dropping three episodes a week. This is a movement built around real people sharing real stories focused on helping you make the most of your life by becoming super intentional with your time. Brought to you by your host, Carl Sona. Now, before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a quick announcement. We're on a mission to build a movement here around the topics of self-empowerment, mental health, and personal fulfillment. These are all some really big topics that we all deal with as human beings, but also they're topics that will look a little different for each of us as individuals. And so I'd love to put a name with the face and learn more about who you are and where you are currently along your journey. So I'm super excited to announce that I'm offering free 15-minute Zoom phone calls with me in order for us to get better acquainted. If you're at all interested in this, please hit the link to my calendar in the show notes below to sign up for a time and I'll see you there. Now, without further ado, Let's jump into our episode today. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another bonus episode of the Free Time Podcast. Happy Friday. Guys, today's a very special one because I finally dragged my lovely girlfriend, Julia, and convinced her to come on the show. What's up, baby? You did not convince me. It's been taking him a while to bring me on, so that's a lie. You're, Anyways, You're so hello. busy. You're so busy. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> even, even during this quarantine. <laughs> Hey guys, we're just touching base. You know, um, this is officially the end of, I think, week four as you're hearing this. And it's crazy, to, I'm sure, for any of us to ever imagine that this is what our lives would look like. And so we're just checking in. You know, I think this has probably brought us a little closer. What do you think? I mean, we, we've had some tough conversations. We've obviously been around each other a lot more. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely, I think, become a lot closer. We've definitely gotten in a couple more arguments. <laughs> you raised your voice at me for the first time. Oh my God. That is my voice. I, I, I was creating separation from <laughs> a situation that was definitely boiling over. And in my mind, that was the healthy thing to do at the point in time. No, I was actually happy that you finally were like pissed at me because I mean, Ooh. I don't know. It just showed that I was, that you were actually invested kind of in the conversation so, I mean, we were coming up on this conversation multiple times throughout the last couple yeah. of weeks. And I think we were just both a little testy. I've been triggered by absolutely everything Carl Man. says. If he breathes wrong, I give him a look. <laughs> and guys, I can definitely tell, too. Like, I've, I'm pretty high in my emotional intelligence game. So I've been, like, walking around, you know, tiptoeing around on eggshells. <laughs> Carl's also been far more needy. So Have I really? Yes. You were, like, high maintenance. Like, babe, can you get me this? Babe, can you get me this? It's like, yes, sir. Hold oh, on a man. moment. I don't know. It's the nurturing vibe that I feel from you. I don't know. You know, it's funny. We were over at 7-Eleven the other day, and we ran into some cops, and they were talking about how, you know, over the past four weeks, burglaries and home invasions have been down, but, like, domestic disputes have been up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, 
we'll come out of this stronger. I mm-hmm. feel like we understand each other a little bit better. And I just feel more comfortable like expressing when I'm annoyed with you. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because that, that can be a weird thing in any new relationship or any relationship, you know, together. Like just how do you express what's annoying you? How do you communicate in a way that's still going to be like constructive and healthy without making the other side feel some type of way? And so what better time than quarantine to have to navigate all of that? And I, I love that you said that, you know, the fact that we're going to come out better and stronger. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is what should people be doing or what are you doing to personally ensure that you're going to come out of this better? It was really hard for me to adjust. And honestly, like my day-to-day really hasn't changed that much because I already work from home. So the working from home stuff didn't really affect me. I think it was having other people around me that was that were working from home. Um, and you being home too and me wanting to spend more time with you, but us still having to like work, I think that was kind of hard for me to navigate and feeling like left out when I yeah. <laughs> couldn't co-work with you or anything like that. Um, I've been really trying to maintain some sense of normalcy with like my routine though and making sure I'm getting outside multiple times a day. I go on like two to four walks a day. Um, yeah, I mean. You're walking so much. Yeah, I've noticed like my hips and knees are hurting. (laughs) I'm like, damn, I'm aging. Quarantine's throwing some years in my body. Yeah, but I, I mean, I made sure I had like a therapy appointment. I've been talking (laughs) to a lot of my friends and just staying like as social as I can. I'm such an extrovert. And I think that's been the hardest thing for me is not being able to like lean on my girlfriends and like my love language is physical touch and thank God I have a boyfriend that I can hug and kiss and cuddle, but I miss like hugging and like being near my girlfriends and that's been really hard. But I mean, overall, I think the biggest struggle for me is the fact that I'm an empath and so I kind of feel the weight of the world and like everybody else's kind of anxieties and stresses and overwhelm and being a recovery coach, my, my client calls have just been heavier and I've doubled my clients in the last couple of weeks. So that's awesome. That's just been an adjustment of, of being able to hold space for others and not let their energy affect mine. That's definitely been the hardest though. Yeah. That's kind of why I wanted to do this too. I wanted to give you a little bit of an outlet to just like put that energy somewhere. Cause I, I'm always concerned uh, for you about that. Like you do such a great job listening to people and feeling what they're feeling. You know, the people you work with, you've kind of like walked in their shoes. And so I feel like you're such an amazing resource for them. But I wonder like, who's a resource for you? And that's where I try to step my game up sometimes. And so hopefully I've been doing a decent job on that. You you can tell me offline if I haven't been. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, guys, honestly, it's a struggle for everybody. I think my biggest hurdle these days is just kind of feeling numb to everything that's going on. Like I just am constantly feeling in a dark sort of hazy cloud. I feel like I don't really know if I'm getting anything done. I feel like I'm putting more pressure on myself to be productive, which I guess is a good thing, but I don't know. It's making me feel more anxious. I feel like I actually honestly don't have enough day for all the things that I want to do. And one of the things that I've been really working hard on prioritizing is just dead space, you know, an hour or so to just sit down, reflect, think, contemplate. And I haven't been able to even do that. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I need to look at restructuring my day or just place more of a priority on that. But it's kind of interesting. Quarantine has felt, if anything, more busy than, you know, when I'd be on four or five flights a week chasing deals down. And honestly, I'm getting a little frustrated with the type of stuff that we're seeing on social media of like, if you're not break, like taking up a new skill, if you're not learning learning a new language, if you don't come out of this like healed yeah. from your traumas, then you're, 
you're not dedicated. And I think that's a bunch of bullshit because, hi, when we have anxiety that can be debilitating, the last thing we want to think about is let's dive into our childhood traumas or let me learn how to speak French. Like some of us are just trying to survive on a day to day. And I think we need to remove the pressure and expectation that we need to come out of this an enlightened and different type of person. And if the best thing that comes from this is we come out healthy and and okay, I think that's that's a win. Yeah, you know, a lot of my message is definitely encouraging people to be self-agents for themselves. And what I mean by that is, all right, there's a lot going on in our external world that's out of our control. Like, what can we handle? What can we, like, control that makes us feel better, you know? And so I'm encouraging people to use the dead space to find ways to do things that make them feel better and make them feel happier. That being said... I do think that the strange thing about this whole pandemic is that we're all in it together. And my greatest hope is that, you know, we actually band together and we actually come together and start to work more collaboratively as human beings. And I think to your point, part of that is being able to empathize with other people's situations. Like to your point, there's lots of people that are without work. There's lots of people that don't have a significant other or raising children. And so, yeah, maybe it's not the best time to take on a new skill or learn a new language or practice Rosetta Stone, whatever the fuck it may be. But that being said, how do we, you know, take ourselves out of our own pile of shit and find ways to support other people? If it's like the frontline workers or if it's, you know, just saying a prayer or putting in an intention for that single mother that's got four kids that's just stressed to the max. I would encourage people to think about that standpoint of things because it's not just us, you know? And I think that there is some comfort in knowing that we're not alone in this thing. Yeah, I mean, and I know for myself, like me helping others, I'm, if anyone's into the Enneagram, I'm a, a two, wing three, <laughs> the helper. And I mean, that just embodies like who I am so much. And I know that I feel best when I'm helping others. And I actually just posted yesterday, or it'll be a couple of days from now when this airs, showcasing some visible acts of kindness. And I think during times like this, we see the best and worst of people. And if we come out of this, like you said, a little bit more empathetic, a little bit more compassionate of understanding that people might not be in the same scenario that we are, and we should be grateful for you know, what we do have, even if we are grieving some type of loss. But, you know, being kind and compassionate and giving a helping hand when you can, I know that's made me feel a little bit better kind of throughout this scenario of like, how can I help someone in this situation? My mom's been like making masks and that's been like keeping her busy and, you know, just finding good deeds or little crafts or things that you can do here and there to kind of get yourself throughout the day. If, if that's the only activity you can do, I think, I think that's productive, but I'm hoping that we all, um, are a little bit more empathetic at the end of this because I think there are a lot of selfish humans out there and it's, and it's showing. I mean, I think this is kind of the universe serving us up what we've been giving it for the longest time. So, you know, to close, I want us to make a commitment to an act of service or an empathetic act and, and I'll lead. Okay. Just to kind of give the audience a little bit of an example I think one of the areas that I struggle in sometimes is maintaining relationships from previous points of my life. I I tend to move very quickly. I've made three moves in like three and a half years. And so I don't always reach out with the people that I still consider, you know, close friends or even family members. So my goal, my act of service is to reach out to one person a day that I haven't spoken to in a while, just to check in, just to have a conversation 
You know, I know that I've certainly received phone calls from friends or family members, you know, at the perfect time when I needed to hear from, from specific people. So that's my commitment. Babe, what's yours? Um, I want to write more letters. I just got a letter from my grandma and grandpa, and I love writing mail. And, and you know, sometimes, especially right now, <laughs> they're having a hard time talking on the phone because they're kind of going through Alzheimer's and stuff. Yeah. But um, I love getting letters, and I know other people like getting letters too. So I definitely want to write more and send people things in the mail um, just because I think that would light up their day. Yeah, I love it. Well, guys... That's the show for today. We were just checking in. We thought this would be a fun little recording to do with one another. Um, I'll probably try to get Julianne a little bit more often <laughs> when her schedule allows so that we can just bring some light and bring some, some good vibes your way. I think that's the biggest thing that we're all needing these days. And I just encourage you guys to keep on following the protocols with social isolation and with quarantine. I think we're starting to kind of see that the peaks are coming, but that isolation and quarantine are working. I know it sucks, but the more we can do it, the more we can stay steadfast. I think the quicker we'll get to our new normalcy. And I'm just wishing you guys health, happiness, and love out there. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. So there's no better time than the present to get into the arena of your life and to start moving towards your purpose and potential. Peace. Hey, I want to personally thank you again for tuning in. At the end of the day, I really do believe that we're all in this game of life to help one another out. And that the best way we can do this is through sharing our stories more openly and honestly. And so, if you like the show, please take a quick minute to leave us a rating, drop us a review, and subscribe for more. Also, I'd love to get to know you a little bit better and hear your story. Please head over to carlsona.com slash chat. That's Carl with a K, S-O-N-A dot com slash chat to book a 15-minute free Zoom call with me. And I can't wait to see you there.